Today is Monday, December 7th, and you're listening to the MS is Messy podcast. I woke up yesterday to the news that David Lander, who played Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley, had passed away on Friday. I am really sad to hear this news for several reasons. The first reason is that David was still a fairly young man at just 73 when he died. Another reason is that I saw David speak at a National Multiple Sclerosis Society conference just a few years ago, and he seemed like he was doing pretty good with his MS. Another more selfish reason I am sad that David passed is that I immediately think about my own mortality, which I suppose is natural, but I don't want to be reminded that my disease has deadly consequences. The reality of this disease is that statistically the lifespan of a person living with MS is not much lower than the general population. I needed to remind myself of this fact when I started reading all the accounts of David's death. Some news outlets take the time to report that he died of complications of MS, while others state, for the sake of conserving words, I guess, that David died of MS. I know this sounds like semantics to most, but when you're living with this disease, as I and countless others are, words matter. I try not to be too sensitive about the way the media chooses to report David's death, but people's perceptions of what MS can do to a person matter too. While I'm aware that advanced MS symptoms can contribute to one's death, I cling to the notion that complications like pneumonia are more likely the culprit. I realize that having MS makes it more difficult to stave off pneumonia, but I wish all the things that people can die from wouldn't be lumped together as MS just because a person has MS. I know this all sounds pretty petty, but I spend an inordinate amount of time and energy thinking about how to avoid an early grave myself. This anxiety has just grown exponentially in the last year with COVID-19 in our midst. I worry sometimes that just going to one of my doctor appointments will expose me, especially now when this pandemic seems to be raging out of control. I'm doing everything I can to avoid exposure while still maintaining a healthy exercise routine a good diet, and lots of sleep. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not a germaphobe, so I'm taking this added health risk and stride for the most part. I really try to live my life without fear. Being a strong believer in what we put our attention on expands. Like I said in the last podcast, I am a bit of a thrill seeker, but these days just staying healthy enough to avoid this pandemic is all the excitement I need. I'm also spending much of this downtime reading everything I can about the importance of the mind-body connection. In fact, I'm reading a good book by Dr. Kim D. Aramo called The Mind-Body Toolkit, where she shares how science has shown that the body has the ability to heal itself. The problem is that our own thoughts and emotions directly impact our health, making it even more critical that we stay positive. Our cells are actually listening to our thoughts and beliefs about our body. Simply put, if we think we are sick, guess what? We become sick. I realize that controlling our thoughts is much easier said than done because when we have symptoms or feel icky, the fight or flight response kicks in, which in turn triggers the stress hormones that block healing. It's like a vicious cycle, only perpetuated by fear that how we're feeling is only going to get worse if we don't control it in some way. Dr. Diaramo says that we need to change our perspectives and beliefs before we can heal. The doctor suggests that we get into a state of ease or acceptance of what's going on with our body. This is exactly the opposite approach that I have taken all these years. I was raised to fight, 
whenever I'm faced with a challenge of any kind, which is the same approach I've adopted with an MS diagnosis. I even consider myself an MS warrior, but what I've really been doing is using most of my limited amount of energy on fighting instead of relaxing into my condition and trusting that my body knows how to heal itself. The other day I was having a conversation with my eldest and very wise daughter who put things into perspective for me. You see, I had a very rough night the night before, laying in bed, worrying about how fast my health had been declining in the last few years, reminiscing about the days I didn't even need a cane around the house. When I shared this fear I had with her that my illness was progressing too fast, she said, it's not my illness that's accelerated, but my acceptance of using the assistive devices that will make my life easier that's accelerated. I hadn't really considered this possibility, but she was right. Much to my family and friends' dismay, I have stubbornly resisted every piece of mobility equipment I needed until I had no other choice. I am always amazed at the people who are diagnosed with MS and immediately start discussing moving to a more accessible home and getting into a van for the wheelchair they, might, they would eventually need. That's the other extreme, and somewhere in the middle is probably the best option. I do believe my stubbornness to stay as mobile as I can has kept me out of a wheelchair this long, but at what cost to my body? I don't want to fall and break something, so I will use whatever assistive equipment I need to prevent that from happening with grace and humility, knowing that I'm not defective because I am disabled. The challenge for me is to really believe that I'm okay despite what my body will or won't do. I am cautiously optimistic that I can get better if I can continue to accept myself exactly as I am.